why don't you tell me how your journey started? We've already touched on, you know, that you're a therapist and that you have this interest in sharing some mental health knowledge, but in the form of children's books. Why did you feel like yeah. going down this path was vital? Well, so it all kind of started even before I was a therapist. I, I would, we, our oldest is five. And so we started reading the books and reading is really important to my wife and I. And so we tried to expose our oldest to books really early. And as we were reading books, I just kind of noticed that there was, there was just kind of like, a, you know, there was, there was an absence of books that really taught really awesome messages to kids and especially like mental health principles. And the ones that did teach mental health principles, that like the stories weren't super engaging. We'd try and read it to our kid and then he'd never really want to read it again, right? He, wanted, he, was, he was kind of bored yeah. of it. Yeah. And so as I got into my training, I more and more I realized, you know, I really think I could write books that combine a fun story it was like with lovable characters, it combines a fun story with important mental health principles, principles that can help kids develop, you know, growth mindset, emotional resilience, courage, kindness, things like that. And so that's, that's kind of how it all started, I guess. That's great. I think that's wonderful. So why don't you tell us about your first book? Is this one in a series or is this just a standalone? Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a series. It's called the series itself is called Jungle Tales, and it, it every book will follow. So the main character of the series is this rhino named Rocky, mm. and his and his best friend is a monkey named Manny, mm-hmm. and uh, they're both they're both inspired by kind of the, the goofy, fun loving personalities of my two oldest boys. Mm. And, and so every book, they just go on adventures together or, or do fun things that incorporate, and, you know, and then the lessons are kind of woven throughout the story. And this first book, um, Rocky loves the sport Cocoa Ball, which is just basketball, but with a coconut. Mm-hmm. That's all we're, and uh, he loves it and he thinks he's awesome at it, but then he realize he keeps missing shots mm. over and over again. He starts to get frustrated and he sees other people kind of seeing him missing shots. Mm. And he starts to get this idea that making mistakes is bad. It's bad to make mistakes in front of people and doing hard things is scary because what if you mess up and make mistakes? And so this fir- first book follows him on this journey of like figuring out, you know, are mistakes bad and and how, a new way to, to view failure and setbacks, things like that. Right. I think that's wonderful. And so you said that you tie the lessons into these stories and you're essentially your goal is to make it engaging. And what other yeah. ways have you tried to make your book engaging? Is it also through illustration? Would you expound? Yeah, yeah. So a couple different things. First off, we knew the importance of having great illustrations, right? We knew that they're like kids want to be able to see fun pictures and see the expressions on the characters' faces and, mm. and fun environments. And so illustrations was super important. And so I did not want to settle for, with illustrations because it's a self-published. It, it kind of gave me the freedom to explore different illustrators. And so mm. I teamed up with a really, really talented illustrator named Becky Fawson. Mm-hmm. Her work is just incredible. 
And so she's creating, she's, yeah, she's created these wonderful, cute illustrations that are fun for the kids to walk, to look at. And then on top of that, I try and incorporate just like humor, like, even like goofy kind of slapstick humor that kids will enjoy. But also mm-hmm. I try and incorporate like subtle humor that parents will enjoy reading nice. and, and, and try not to make the, the lessons too subtle, right? I don't want it to be didactic and kind of like, and here's the lesson of, of the story, kids. You know, I just want to be a little more subtle so parents can read it and then have conversations with their kids kind of afterwards, right, about things that they learned and, and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. What age group are you targeting with your books? Yeah, I, we're probably the, the best age range for this book is three to six. Okay. Um, so those kids that are just they're getting they're moving on from board books mm-hmm. but they're not they still need you know parents to sit down with them and, and read the, the the words to them mm-hmm. so why do you feel like targeting this age group um is is so important i mean i feel like mental health that phrase gets thrown around a lot especially in our modern day but why do you feel like it's important for kids of that age to start learning about these mental health principles as you've as you've already stated well, yeah, really good question. I, I mean, the reality is we view, we, we like the, the beliefs and the perceptions of how we view the world. I mean, so much of that is formed in our early childhood. I mean, by, by mm-hmm. age seven or eight, like we're, we're kind of armed with how we view the world, how we view people, how we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. And obviously, obviously there's change after that. Right. But, but this is such a key time for these kids, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my work with, with adult clients, right? We're working on these things like helping them reframe failure, right? Helping them engage in positive and more helpful self-talk and things like sure. that. And I'm like, man, what if we could get resources into young kids, kids' hands to help them nurture those beliefs and that way of viewing life? Right. It's such a critical time of their life, right? So they don't have to relearn all that stuff when they're older and it's harder to do that, right? Absolutely. I mean, it sounds like one of the outcomes that you're hoping for is that kids won't be emotionally reliant and reliant on other people for their mental health stability. Does that sound somewhat accurate? You know, I, the way, the way I kind of view it and conceptualize this is it's, I want a good resource because we can't replace the role that parents have in right. working with their kids. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, honestly, we're, we're, we're marketing this book almost to parents. Like we, I kind of say like, this, this, these are children's books for parents. Mm-hmm. These are books that like parents can, they can read with their kids and, and parents can say, okay, no, th- this is the type of stuff I want to foster in my kid and, and help them view the world this way and view themselves this way. And so it's all, what I'm hoping is that this becomes a link for parents and, and kids to be able to learn together and for parents to feel empowered with resources to step into that parenting role and, and help their kids develop these, these positive self-beliefs. Sure. So coming from a gospel perspective, why have you decided to um, brand your book in the way that you have? And I guess make it, it's obviously not a gospel book, but I'm sure that there's plenty of gospel principles that we could tie into the learning that you're sharing in your book. Um, why have you decided to market it this way, geared specifically toward mental health? Yeah, yeah, really good question. 
I, you know, my wife and I have had lots of conversations, you know, I was coming out of grad school, starting my career and we've had lots of conversations about how, you know, no matter where career takes us or whatever, we just want to make sure our focus is on our family, Mm -hmm. you know, especially just, it's just so easy in today's world for us to lose focus on, on what's most important on centering our lives around our family, around the gospel. And parents have never been busier like ever in the history of, in the history of ever. I just feel like parents (laughs) are so busy. It's so easy to lose focus on, on being intentional about teaching your children principles for emotional and mental wellness. Mm. And, And I think there's such a tie to, the gospel, right? And I think the, the more we know how to accurately view ourselves and treat ourselves, the more we better understand how the Savior treats us, how God mm-hmm. treats us, how God treats other people. And I think there's just such a link there. And I want parents to be able to have the tools to be more intentional about teaching these kids, their kids, these principles. Great. Yes, absolutely. How do you feel like this will benefit kids from three to six and beyond? I mean, is that the age range that you work with as well in your profession? I actually don't. I, I work most with parents. Okay. And so I don't, I don't actually do therapy with kids very, very often, if at all. Mostly work with parents. I, I kind of believe that 90% of effective parenting is learning how to do our own inner work as parents, mm-hmm. our own inner healing. Mm-hmm. But, I, but as far as how I hope it impacts kids, I, I really hope that um, as kids get, you know, read through these books for years, right, and get really acquainted and, and start to start to look forward to the next Jungle Tales book that comes out so they can read it. I'm hoping, my dream is that, you know, there's a, a nine-year-old or a 10-year-old who is working, struggling on a math problem or whatever, and one line from one of these books pops into their mind, right? Like, oh yeah, that's the Jungle Tales books I read as a little kid, like this is how I view sure. failure. This is how I view resilience, right? Whatever. And so they just given them these tools as they go off into early, you know, adolescence, teens, whatever, that they they feel equipped, right? These things start coming back to them. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for your book to launch. I'm excited for your series. I think it'll be really great. And like you said, it is a great resource and a great tool for parents to teach important things, but in an engaging way that's fun and almost entertaining for the kids. Um, Yes. Yeah. Any other outcomes that you are hoping for as an author with your books? Yeah. um, You know, uh, that's a good question. I, 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 you know, I think hopefully... based off of what, other than what I said, right, I, I really don't know how to have mu- much more other than I just hope it allows parents to change the way they view themselves, right? I would love for parents to be reading a book with their kids and for in their mind for the parents to be like, oh, yeah, like, dang, I should, I, that's how I've got to view this thing at work that's mm-hmm. happening, right? Or that's how I've got to view myself or I really want to view myself this way more. And so, I, you know, I... I really hope that parents are impacted by this just as much as as kids are. Absolutely. And for my last question, how have your kids responded to these books so far? Yeah, they, they think they're, they're fun. You know, it started, these books started as me just telling stories to my kids, just bedtime stories, right? I Mm. 
kind of created uh, uh, and you know like kids want a story and i'm like oh, okay let me just think uh, uh rocky or uh, a rhino okay we'll, we'll tell a story about a rhino right <laughs> they just kind of started you know sure. and and so it's been really fun for them to to see this this transition from me telling them these bedtime stories to you know and now i'm showing them pictures of the illustrations that that were that are coming out and mm. and they get to you know they ask me like can we see some more pictures of rocky and manny and and uh they, they, it's been fun for them to see like um this this transition from just me telling a story to actually seeing these these characters come to life absolutely well great well awesome thank you so much i very much enjoyed talking to you is there anything else that you'd like to add like there's anything um, where can people follow you? Do you have an Instagram account or Facebook for your books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, well, uh, first off, thanks for having me on for this interview. Absolutely. Really, really appreciate it. And, uh, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so if people want to learn more, um, they can go on to jungletalesbooks.com. Okay. They can, and that's that's Jungle Tales. That's T is, Tales is in T-A-I-L-S, like the actual tale of, oh, love that. of the animal. That's great. So, jungletalesbooks.com they can register to get a, a when the book is ready for pre-order they can they can they can subscribe and, and get a link to pre-order the book there mm-hmm. and then i'm actually i post pretty regularly on linkedin um right. actually um uh, so i don't i don't really post on facebook or instagram but you can follow me on linkedin um my name is michael anderson good Great. luck finding me in the <laughs> thousands and thousands of Michael Anderson's Let's on LinkedIn. Let's just go to your website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just go to the website. That's probably sure. the best. Sure. I mean, you can always put a link to your whatever, your LinkedIn, I guess, I, but I see your email. There is, a, there is a link there. So if you just okay. go to the website, that'll, oh, that'll there take it is. you. Oh, there it is. Like the little icon right there. Perfect. 